Welcome to the podcast of Azel Christian Church. We are a Disciples of Christ Church community in Azel, Texas. We invite everyone to be who you are with us, the doubting, the believing, the wondering, and everything in between. On this podcast, you'll hear our pastor, Reverend Ashley Dargai, preach on how the expansive and generative love of God is seen through Jesus, the prophets, the early church, and the faith forebears, and how this love helps us care for the world more deeply and faithfully. Sometimes it's messy and tough, but it's good news, and it is for you. I am the true vine, and Abba God is the vine grower who cuts off every branch in me that does not bear fruit, but prunes the fruitful ones to increase in their yield. You have been pruned already, thanks to the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself apart from the vine, neither can you bear fruit apart from me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who live in me and I in them will bear abundant fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Those who do not live in me are like withered, rejected branches, to be picked up and thrown on the fire and burned. If you abide in me, and my words live on in you, ask whatever you want, and it will be done for you. Abba God will be glorified if you bear much fruit, and thus prove to be my disciples. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I have a question for you to think about today. Two questions, really. Here they are. Who loves you? And what would they say about the gifts you have to offer the world? Think about that for a moment. What would those who love you say about how you can distinctly give to the world? Maybe you are a talented piano player. We've got a few of those here. Perhaps you are a good listener. Perhaps a skilled craftsman or a steady presence in a crisis. Maybe you see pop culture through a theological lens or help those with a black thumb keep a plant alive. Thanks, Scotty. Maybe you're a generalist. You're a faithful helper no matter what needs done. Or maybe you're not great at small talk, but you know how to fix a computer. Or you know how to help non-tech savvy people fix their computers. Maybe your King Ranch chicken makes people's mouth water at its mere mention. Or maybe you help connect people's hearts and bodies through yoga or fishing or building a house for someone else. Who loves you and what would they say about you? We've been looking at the various markers of membership at Azel Christian Church these past few weeks as a way to remember ourselves in this transitional time in our life, to remember who we are, to put all the members back together again, to once again consider this covenant that we have made by joining this community. And today we look at outreach, a long-held beloved focus of ACC. The story goes that this church began with a hope to be a blessing to the community around them, 
And that legacy continues in our work with Southwest Good Samaritan Ministries, for whom we will take up a special offering today, with our work with Food Hub and the Little Pantry, with supporting new churches and other endeavors. And our church tithes 10% of its budget to this work, sending this money outside the walls as a reminder that God's work does not take place only here, and that this money is not our money, but God's alone. And we do this because we see it as an outgrowth of the love we proclaim in Jesus Christ. Of course, love is not limited to Christians. There are many who do not take that name who love really well, often better than we do. But we love, as our litany says, because we are grounded in God's love. We sprout up from the fertile ground of divine care. Our roots are in God's love. And for that reason, we reach outward. In the Gospel of John, Jesus offers us many different ways of thinking about him. Last week, we considered what it means for him to be a good shepherd. And today, we read that he is the true vine. Jesus is the vine, John says. And we are not the fruit that blooms as a result, but we are a part of Jesus. We're a part of the vine. And that may seem like splitting hairs, but it's important for us to distinguish that we are not taking up Christ's mantle in loving memory, but rather Christ is continuing his work through us. We are incorporated into the body of Christ, the vine of Christ, and we are branching out. And interestingly, in a vine, branches are almost completely indistinguishable from one another. It's impossible to determine where one branch stops and another branch starts. All run together as they grow out of the central vine. And I wonder if what this vine metaphor that Jesus uses suggests that maybe in a community like this one, there are no freestanding individuals, but rather branches who encircle one another completely that maybe the fruitfulness of each individual branch depends on its relationship to the vine. And that what matters is that each individual is rooted in Jesus and thus gives up individual status to become one of the many encircling vines. Which, of course, is antithetical to the Western world's prevailing gospel of independence and individuality, a message that walks around with bootstraps and views dependence as a moral weakness. But as the Reverend Nadia Boltz Weber says, Christianity is a lousy religion for the I'll do it myself set. Because we're meant to be tangled up together. And this pruning process that Jesus begins with is to keep the branches close to the vine. Because the branches can only bear fruit if they are close to the vine. Branches cannot branch out on their own and expect to live, let alone bear fruit. They must be kept close, pruned, cleansed, some translations say, like a baptism. And so, it seems, this text presents a paradox. That we are not the point of our Christian life. And also, we matter more than we can possibly imagine. The point 
of this outreach work, the work of meeting the physical and emotional needs of our neighbors as a way to love them, is not for our own growth or catharsis or contributions or achievements. It's not so we can sleep at night or feel good about our place in the world. But rather, it is a humble acknowledgement that we are inextricably connected to a larger whole. And apart from that whole, our spirituality does not have value, which is a hard word. In other words, we are not the fruit of this metaphor. We are not meant to be the end product of our spiritual life. What we keep coming back to in this membership series is that we're not islands. The point of this covenant community is not like a gym where we're trying to beat our personal best and focus on our own selves, but rather for us to remember that we are caught up in each other's lives, in each other's destiny. We are connected to one another in life and in death, in communion and in baptism, in our pursuit of peace and in our work for justice, in our love for our neighbor and in our love for God. And also, my favorite theological phrase, and also, we matter more than we can possibly imagine or hope. Every branch matters more than we can possibly imagine or hope. Because the fruitfulness of God's vine is no trivial thing. The fruitfulness of the vine constitutes the life and nourishment of the world that God loves deeply. And our only job as people who love Jesus and have committed our lives to loving him is to abide. Not to hustle, not to work to prove our worth, not to pay off a debt, not to win Best Christian Award or Nicest Human Award or Friendliest Church in Town Award, but to stay close to Jesus so that we might be an outgrowth of his love, of his embodiment of divine care for the world. So who loves us? And what would they say about what we have to offer the world? Well, God loves us, a simple and yet profound truth. There's this Catholic mystic whose name is not known, so we remember her as Julian of Norwich. And she wrote about God's love during the bubonic plague and nearly died of it. She then spent the rest of her life quarantined in a little room off the side of her church. She, her life has seemed more and more relatable as this year has worn on. And she wrote about holding a small hazelnut in her palm, which it gave her a great spiritual truth. That this tiny hazelnut represents all that is made by God, all that is loved by God, all that is kept by God. Not even the tiniest hazelnut can escape God's great love. We are loved with a great love by God. And what we have to offer the world is an outgrowth of that love. The fruit that is born out of this carefully tended vine of which we are a part. And our job is to stay rooted in place and also to grow and change and expand. Our work is to live a church life that is messy and crowded and tangled and gorgeous. 
a life that is deeply rooted and wildly fertile. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Azel Christian Church podcast. Azel Christian Church exists to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through meaningful liturgy during worship, a public witness through outreach in the community, the nurturing of the spiritual life of every age group, and the witness of each member through discipleship, baptism, and the sharing of resources. To support this podcast and the ministries of Azel Christian Church, visit azelchristianchurch.org. Here you can contribute through giving online or find our Venmo information. If you're looking for a church or simply want to talk to one of our ministers, contact us through our website and we will be in touch. Talk to you soon.